Hi, welcome back to Maybe We'll Talk, a podcast where I talk to people on the telephone, on the internet. Uh, today, we're talking about Clan Book Giovanni. This is, well, you know what, yeah, maybe this time I won't talk about how I'm not sure what the schedule is, but I might be someday. You know, I'm putting out two or three of these a week, and usually one of them talks about Vampire the Masquerade. That might be the summer schedule, although really... On my to-do list of things to do is to really kind of... Because once September comes around, I'm going to need to have a schedule again, and I might as well get used to it. Really, once June hit, everything went to a big sloppy fuckhole around here. This one, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a content warning for maturity on this one. Uh, There's definitely a whole section where we talk about cocks and pussies. And actually, you know what, I'm going to cut that part out, so... Maybe in general. Maybe that warning should be about this podcast in general. You may be surprised about the maturity level of the 40-year-old men who are making this podcast. So, uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything bonus this weekend. I am talking to Michelle this weekend, so we will probably have three episodes next week, and we'll see if I ever have a schedule. But, yeah, these are the... And you know what? This is probably... Wait, we're not talking about the Giovanni. What did I say? We're, <laughs> we're talking about the La Sombra today. I'm, you see, the, I am behind because I'm reading Clan Book Giovanni today and I'm editing the La Sombra, the Shadow Vampires, the Spanish Shadow Pirate Vampires. Great. Let's get into it. Where's Saint? I'm going to start recording. Let's pull up this clan book. I uh, I have the least notes overall about this one. That's, if we're ranking them all by the most or least of anything, this is the one that I have the least notes for. Uh, after rereading this uh, clan book, I was sorely disappointed because the Los Sombra are one of my favorite clans. I think that you even mentioned and, that this uh, was one of your favorite books. Yeah, I think you may have even said that. I must have been thinking of the revised sure. form of the sure. book. Because I've been confused about that. Because this, this one is kind of boring. Yeah, it's a real... And even, even for one that is primi- primarily in first character, and that you know has a lot of that sort of flavor, there's really just... Maybe it is what I said, that if I'm starting to feel like I've read now 10 alternate histories of Rome. Yeah, well, that's part of it. Um, the other part of it, it's those somber kind of pompous assholes, kind of like the, the Ventru. So yeah. this reads like, kind of like, here's a cool history lesson of all the awesome shit that we did. But it's actually kind of boring. We did um, all the stuff. We had our fingers, our tendrils, and all of human history. We shoved those tendrils right in their orifices. I mean, you actually talked about there's, the Zemish being. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, there's there's a there's a level six or seven up generation power later in the book that involves like shoving a uh, arm of Aramin into, into somebody's into yes. somebody through an orifice, pick an orifice, and uh, then expanding it to do damage. Oh, does it have to even 
involve uh, an orifice? Well, I mean, normally the arms of the abyss, arms of airmen, whatever, you can just like grab people with and crush them. Right. This is like a particularly nasty version that in, that involves that First involves in, in inserting yeah with with the tentacle some non consensual shit. Yeah, well, I I read it. I guess I just read it that you can just pierce them, pierce through any part of their body with the tentacle, and then burst them. I may not have noticed a mention of needing an orifice as well. That's that's an interpretation too. Oh, I just, okay, sure. I, I just kind of assume that you have to like shove it down their throat, or I mean, that's a fun interpretation. Yeah, you would expect that a lot out. of a lot of bursting tentacles probably go down people's throats and someplace else's. I mean, I feel like there were definitely some tentacles getting shoved down people's throats. In the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the Lasombra are not nice people, but... Um, they're some of the bad guys. They're some of the bad guys. But... Um, and And there are things I like about this book. There are some cool things about it. And this gives you some cool ideas for characters besides just, like, what are we about? We're about the black, the shadow, the darkness, and being super dark. You know, they have this cool, like, Mediterranean history and this long war with the Antitribu and this rivalry with the Zemisi over the leadership of the Sabbat. And, you know, um... But it, it, it's one of those clan books that just doesn't like say much. It doesn't about pop. Yeah, it doesn't. What, it doesn't say like, much. Like what they say or what they do. They they spend a lot of words talking about just stuff. There's a whole page in like like the like the entire page's text. There's not even any art about how they play chess with people. Yeah on a chessboard, like, dominated, blood-bound pawns or whatever, or, like... Well... Um, or I guess the standard is, is like, actually dominated, like... Um, members or, of other clans. Yeah, members of other clans of the Camarilla, like, forced and tortured into being the, the, the pieces, and then when the pieces are lost, obviously, you know, the chess pieces are killed, um, or whatever. Um, and... Uh, it's like, okay, this is cool, but you could have said this in probably like three lines. Like, they like to play chess with living people. That's kind of, that's the kind of shit they did. But they wasted an entire page talking about that. Um. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, and again, a lot of this is little short stories, and that's kind of how that's presented. But they don't really talk about the mechanics of that practice or why they do it or the traditions of that kind of thing. It's just sort of an example of it happening. Yeah, like, oh, here's an evil dark Here's thing. an evil thing they did, yes. We play chess with people. Yeah. You said something about the Ventru or the Zemish being the Ventru of Eastern Europe, and Eastern Europe isn't mentioned, but I really think these guys, I mean, and maybe not the opposite 
of the Venture, but these guys are really a lot like the Venture. Yeah, they're the Venture of Spain. And the Venture Africa. aren't great either. Oh no! no but uh, no, these I... these guys, they're yeah, these guys are more bad <laughs> on the on the on the world of darkness spectrum. Yeah, and I mean, again, I think I think we that that is one thing that that how you distinguish between like quote unquote like leader or ruler clans. Yeah, um, because there are several of them. There are several clans in the game that are just like we are all aristocratic yep. and noble. Um, but in in you know sort of in sort of like taking sort of like different vibes and sort of like different cultural cues. Yep. Um, and the Zunish uh, are. And, are one of those yeah for sure yeah. and 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 so are the venture even even too yeah. you know they're real they're real this sort of like like sort of stereotypical like western european central european kind of you know nightly culture um you know moved into the boardroom or whatever you know, remember they like they claim they did Western civilization. That was them. They conquered the whole damn world. Yeah. Um, and they ran it from London and Paris. Um, you know, um, the La Sombra are basically like those guys, but in Spain and North Africa. Yeah. Um, and in Italy too, but Italy is like. Everybody claims Italy. Everybody's in Italy. Well, that's yeah. That's kind of what. Yeah. Kind of what I've been saying about it all. It seems like alternate histories of Rome. Yeah, because the La Sombra, you know, they they, also, they did a lot of they, Rome. Yeah. They're like they're like no 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 Rome was our thing until the Ventru and the Malkavians yeah. came along and fucked it up. Everyone else and showed like, up and wanted to have a Camarilla. We yeah. were doing just fine. We were we were just trying to be nice to them to yeah. give them. To give them, you know, some jobs to do, and and man, they fucked it up. And you know, when I read that part, I just, I just, I just thought about it for a minute. I was like, but, but you were in charge, though, right? So, yeah. which, <laughs> should have been your job to keep an eye on your underlings and making yeah. sure they were doing the right thing. It's an, the it's buck still stops an with old you. Song, huh? Yeah, yeah, the buck doesn't stop with you at all, does it? Um, oh, what, what's the, what's the phrase? I take no responsibility whatsoever famous words from a president oh right yep so the sombra cathedral yeah. darkness cathedral like of darkness they like cathedrals and, and churches too and, yeah and the, and the catholic church yeah and they like the... and I mean, these guys are these guys are the catholic church of of the of the of the renaissance period of the you know the the sort of like morally corrupt and and power grasping uh, Catholic Church. That's not what the Catholic Church is like throughout the ages. I mean, specifically in the Renaissance, they were like that. Yeah, like they were more so in the Renaissance. Right. They were like they were like really they were doing an Inquisition and shit. They were doing a we control. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. They were basically the Spanish like, Inquisition. It was these guys. Yeah. It was. It was. Um, there's a bunch of people who have actually claimed the Spanish, the Inquisition, that, and usually too, they're like, "Well, we started the Inquisition, and maybe it wasn't the great, the greatest thing, but well, think, it happened." Yeah. Did they? Did, the, the did they say the Tremere did it? Yeah. Tremere, Tremere said the Gortrix did it. Yep. Um, uh -huh. uh, yep. 
Before we read uh, the black page, here's something I wrote down that I thought was funny. You know how, you know, well, speaking of Tremere, you know how the Tremere are called Tremere and the Giovanni are called Giovanni. Yeah. How come they don't call these guys in the Zemish the Lugajites and the Gratiano boys? That's a real good question. Probably because, <laughs> because those names sound dumb. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so these guys, these clans also had their founders diabled, but these guys are clans that turned against their founders and rose up as one and diabled their founder and became the Sabbat in a big uprising. Yeah. In a big in night a big, of cupola. In a big orgy of violence. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I think it's your turn for the quote. Yes. The black page looks like somebody who's like sort of like swimming, maybe like sort of face down in the water. Swimming or sinking. Or sinking just sort of the top of their head and the edge of their eyes. Into absolute blackness because it is the black page. Yep. Swallow darkness, boys. Give up your year. Ray Bradbury, the Halloween free. I do not need to explain myself to you. I exist. That is enough reason for me to rule. I have the noblest blood of our kind in my veins, and soon I shall have yours on my lips. I was born to command and reborn to dominion, and no matter how far you run, you cannot hide from me. The kind would laugh if you told them about vampires who were afraid of shadows. You and I know better. I'll give you to ten. Start running. The darkness. The darkness. The shadows. This book is yeah. printed in black with yeah. negative spaced white text. Yeah. I think we said it last yeah. week. This book probably cost like two or three times as much in ink as a normal printing did. This is like, this is so over the top, but it's it's dark mode. Yep. It's, it's great. And you know what? I even, I looked at even the Spectre's book. I don't know if any other books were printed like this one. Yeah. The Spectre's book is black ink on white pages. Yeah, like a normal book. And yeah. that's like the dark, those are the darkest guys, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> They're up there. There, yeah, or down there. Down there, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, chapter one, Dusk in Marrakesh. This is actually my favorite part of the book, is the little short story. Yeah, it's a, it's a neat little short story, yeah. We got some of the mechanics of what these guys do. We got it. It's another, it's not an embrace story, but it's a sire teaching a lesson to the childer and we got some mention of uh these guys have a special group called the amys like like the heathers or the karens Les amis noir. <laughs> the amys <laughs> yeah they're all is is les amis like because i thought that was french but you know les amis noir. Oh. but i'm like but these guys are all spanish and italian maybe they, they, there's a mention Italian? there's some they say something about how like when that term came to be the primary courts in Europe were speaking French. Okay, that makes sense. All right. But it is um, French, yeah. All right, cool. Cool, cool. 
Well, France has a you know France has a big Mediterranean coast too. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sure these guys would have been all over Toulouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So La Sombra. Yeah, I like this story because it's yeah. There's a uh, this woman shadow stepping around a night market in Marrakesh, and her child is chasing her. She's obsessed with mirrors. She's obsessed with mirrors. She's got she's got that La Sombra image obsession because these yeah. La Sombra these La Sombra cannot be seen in mirrors. They cast no reflection. They can't be taken. They can't have a picture taken of you. Um. So sometimes that gets them all obsessed about um trying to remember what they look like and I just kept thinking like why can't you just get someone to draw you hmm that makes a that that makes a lot of sense and um it even it talks about how sometimes they go so they become so completely obsessed with their appearance that they seem to die from it (laughs) that they just they they go into a state of having Ghoul senators like, preening them all day until they're doing nothing other than getting made up until they die. Yeah, they vanish into the shadow, or somebody, the rest of the Sabbat just goes, you use this piece of crap and murders them. Uh, these guys in particular, when they decide that one of their number is a useless piece of crap, they murder them. Yeah, and those, yeah, they'll just diamorize them. They, yep. they love it. I mean, you need to get approval from the council to diabolize another La Sombra. Yeah. But, but apparently they give out that approval re- relatively readily. And if it's not a La Sombra, fucking go ahead and do it, is what they say. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, you know, throw down, challenge Manamasi to another Sabbat, and then fuck him up. And I mean, if obviously, if it's a Camarilla or somebody, or a La Sombra to tribute, you don't even ask, you just yeah. do it. Oh, the Sombra to guys... tribute, you're kind of obligated that's a kill yeah, on sight like the Salubre. Yeah, they hate those on Right to Tribute. There aren't too many left at this point um, in the game. And so ironic that 20 years later or 30 years later in this setting, they're all joining the Camarilla for the most part. Because they at least the ones, nowhere else to go. At least the ones that are still alive um, or still undead and have not vanished into into the Middle East, the beckoning. Have you been reading the Sabbat book about what, what they're up to? I still have not had much time to to delve into the spot book. I kind of flipped through it a bit. Cool. Um, they really. Um, this is something I was I was thinking about as far as the the five ed, uh, five e spot book and yep. and the spot as as we used to play them back in the day. Um, like they're like the the spot fifth edition book specifically says this is not for players. Yes. Yeah. This is not for. This is not. This is not a game to you. You're not. You're not playing Sabbat Chronicles. This is this. This book is not for supporting that. We're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are antagonists. <clears throat> these are monstrous, horrific individuals um, that you put in your game as as you know foils for your characters to show you what happens. Yep. You know when you know the you know the, the humanity is gone. Um, so. Um, I understand why they're doing that too, and I, I it's 
you know, part of me is like, but playing the Sabat is cool. But yeah. Yeah. to be perfectly honest, most <clears> of the Sabat <throat> characters that I remember playing were just pretty normal people who were just kill crazy. Who were just evil. Yeah. Yeah. Who just had but no we're problem. Really, we're really, we're just mass murderers, had no problem, you know, and also real anti authority types, which led to murder for the usually. Most, yeah, for the most part, yeah. I like the um, idea with the new Sabat that like the Vinculum has like turned them into these like little hive minds that are, you know, incredibly vicious and fast and that like they mm-hmm. they barely yeah. speak out loud, they communicate with each other almost silently and move as a unit and like I like mm-hmm. that as an antagonist. I think that uh, a yeah. lot of that idea that is, you know, kind of repeated in the modern Sabbat idea. I think that idea is really cool, and I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna be riding. I'm gonna be going with that. Yeah, like the hive mind vampire. Yeah, I'm trying to like. Yeah, they. I, I do remember seeing that too. They talk about how like a lot of Sabbat packs. Um, the creation rights are really all about like crushing individuality. Yep. Right. Yeah. And, Forcing any of the survivors to fit into the to the mold of this pack, and they they give up their human names because, of course, why would you keep the name of you know your you know your pupil larval self or whatever? Right. Yeah. Um, the self and, that you've destroyed. Right, and you take names that that involve like being part of your pack. So so your pack might all be like um, variations on a theme, you know, like like numbers. Or like maybe you have like a reservoir dog obsession, so everybody's Mr. Pink or Mr. Black or Mr. Brown or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, they've all like they're that, all got funny color names and, and and you know, Mr. or Miss or Ms. or something before that. And then, you know, so create weird, 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 utterly bizarre, like like just impossible to understand stuff. Alien because Alien creatures, because the Lasumbra in this book are just regular dudes who love to control people. Yep. And who are really mean. And they love, yeah, they love to sculpt society and steer it in, yeah. in, in, in you know, under the direction of their puppeteering. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, discard people that are not useful to them and do all of the cutthroat backstabbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Scar, except... Humans, instead of wolves, yeah. instead so, of lions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or uh, I guess Uncle Claudius. Um, if uh, the Lion King is, if you if you assume the Lion King is really just a retelling of Hamlet. Sure. Right. Yes. Yeah, I guess so. So yeah, you you want, cut, cut out all want, of the translation there. Yeah, right to the. Want to get to the classical, the more you know, the more old school references. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, the scheming vizier is a tale as old as fucking time. It's like, like I can't even think of like the oldest example off the top of my head. It would be, you know, it, it's did just, like did did Beowulf's dad have a scheming vizier? I don't, I don't remember. All I, I can <laughs> all, all I can think of is Grim Warm Tongue from. Oh, from that's Northern. one. Oh, that's a really good one. That's a that's a little more contemporary. Claudius still. was a little, but I mean that, yeah. Oh wow! For a second, for a second, I got confused. Although I guess honestly, it probably was closer to Dracula than the current age, Lord of the Rings. 
Maybe yeah, not. Uh, maybe I, right I, between. Maybe right in between. Uh, what year was Lord of the Rings written? It was written after the First World War. Yeah, I want to say kind of in between there. I was going to say 40-ish. Oh. 20s, 30s, 40s? Something I mean, like I, that. I was going to say like 40. Like, I was going to say 40. And, okay. uh, and, and that's really based on nothing. I have nothing, no way to back that up. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Well, that aside. Um, sure. Yeah, I don't even know all of those. All of those things didn't have that much to do with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. These Lissomber are not particularly, you know, uh, they they talk a little bit about how they love to take to the sea. Yeah. Uh, but and that's neat. Uh, they were pirates. That's, that's neat. But um, I I seem to recall, and I guess it's a revised thing, mm-hmm. talking more about that sort of like metaphysical connection between themselves and. The void or the abyss that they regard all these like obtenebration shadow powers coming from, and how that connects with, um, like the void of the wraiths, and right, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it is the same discipline as necromancy, yep. just with a different flavor. Um, it, it like having to do with like the depths of the ocean. Like I think I mentioned last last time when we were you know finishing up the Zamisi talk. Yeah. Like those have this thing about like, um, yeah, just just like how how like the the closest thing that you can experience to the true abyss on the planet Earth is yeah. like the depths of the ocean. You know. Right. Um, so for them, that's kind of like a big thing, like a, like a mystical deal. I remember, and I don't know if this is something my friend John made up in our, um, Pennsylvania Chronicles game. Uh, there was La Sombra with us who, um, for some reason we had to throw him into the sea. <laughs> uh, after the, after, Just that had to after his embrace um i think it was because Ventru didn't like la sombra and he was in charge and he was telling us what to do sure but he was also like he was also like well you know if he's strong and if he's meant to be la sombra then you know you know the depths of the ocean are his home and they'll welcome him and and he'll escape but if not fuck him wow rough yeah i think it was something like that this is a really long time ago we played this game so um yeah. So yeah, all of that stuff sounds cool. None of that stuff is in this book. I, right. And I feel like it's a lot of um and I sort of this kind of exa- exactly what I said about the chess segment is kind of that's kind of a micro example of the fact that it really doesn't get into the sort of how they go about all of this puppeteering and sort of the ways that they influence society. It kind of just keeps saying, we were there at Rome and we did this and we were here and this happened and these things happened to us. But it really, even in like the lifestyle chapter, chapter three is usually kind of the the traditions and lifestyle chapter. It really doesn't talk about what they like to do as much as some of the other clan books does. Yeah. Yeah. And how they accomplish all this manipulating and steering human history. Or if it's for anything besides power for power's sake, 
It really yeah, you... really, yeah. They have no nothing driving them, not even the ocean, not even the abyss uh, in this book. Yeah, the desire to, a subconscious desire to encompass all the world in the abyss. Real and but it, and it doesn't even really specifically like, say that. Like that would be a cool angle, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I, no, I just I pulled that. No, I just sure. pulled that out of my ass. That's an example of something it does not say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of all the one, like you know, even because even like the setites are like darkness, corruption, you know, and yeah. the Zemish are like monsters and ascension, and even the really evil ones, the Tremere are control and magic all of the evil clans have like do they do have a certain thing that they are interested above in above the clan or at least that defines us the clan in this book what these guys are into is the la sombra it's themselves that's it yeah yeah and maybe that's I mean, it with these guys in this edition it's everything honestly, about them honestly it's like are are any of these guys on anything other than path of power in the inner voice yeah Right, um, and I mean, when you look in the book, when you look at the templates, yes, in fact, there are quite a few guys who are not on power. The templates in this actually, I think, are very cool and very varied, uh, as opposed to what I just said about the book. The templates are one of the best parts too, besides the the short story at the beginning. The templates are good. I think they're uh, actually interesting. I love that there's an anti-tribute pirate. I love that. Yeah, I think that's. I think it's cool that there's an anti-tribute at all. Yeah, dude, and this was written in the '90s before. the whole Somali pirate thing got big and yeah. piracy in the Southeast Southeast Asia was like too that's, much of a thing. That's definitely what I was thinking about reading about that. Yeah. yeah. But that's exactly, that's what I think about too. I think of Southeast Asia or I think of the Indian ocean. They, yep. still, do, they still do piracy there. That's true. Uh, all right. Um, so let's look at chapter two. Chapter two, just we, uh, well, I mean, we're kind of talking about. We kind of, yeah, just, it's Rome. We did Rome. We did Rome, and the oh, the venture, the venture are so dumb. They fucked it up. Like, well, you, yes, but you were supposed to be in charge, weren't you? Anyway, <laughs> it all happened when we left those goddamn venture in charge for a night. Yeah. Anyway, Lasomber himself decided to build himself a giant castle in Syracuse, in Sicily. Um, and he stayed there for a while until the Anarch Revolt came and his youngest child, Graziano. Graziano, oh. Graziano. I don't, I'm not Italian. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. Um, hired a bunch of Asmites and broke into that castle and diabolized the Antiluvian. And Montano couldn't stop him. Montano is like is like the good guy, the Sombra mm-hmm. He's he's the last of the Sombra tribute. He's the yeah. only fourth generation child of Sombra who didn't go over to the Sabad or didn't get killed by Graciano, I guess. Um, so he's he's the guy. And he's, it is said that perhaps the Sombra wanted this to happen. Perhaps, perhaps, and I like I said, I'm pretty sure somewhere else it's like. Lasombra survived in Gratia. Lasombra, yeah, yeah, exactly, and yeah, exactly, and Lissombra it was all survived. it was all part of the plan. It, it was always all, was. It was always all part of the plan. Cue you that, can't escape cue the antediluvians. Yeah, cue that cue a gif from Death Note or something. Well, except maybe unless you supersonically 
nuke them with orbital solar lasers. Yeah, if you have the That's entire power of, of like of a everyone. mages who have been cultivating <laughs> techno magic behind the scenes for the past five centuries. Satellite mirror, solar magnified solar beam, like a magnifying glass. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's how you do it. So that's, yeah. Yeah, big mirrors. Like the kind you use to like terraform a planet that's too cold. You ever see a movie called Real Genius, I think, with Val, oh man, with Val Kilmer? Other than no, that. I'm afraid that. In that movie, they use a, like a giant satellite magnifying glass. They fill someone's house with popcorn kernels and they use the magnifying glass and it pops the popcorn and fills their house with popcorn. It seems like an exceptionally trivial use of like a giant mirror that redirects sunlight. But it okay. Really, uh, yeah, so they founded the Sabbat. Yes. They, yes, Graciano slew his antiluvian and founded the Sabbat. And they said they founded the Sabbat because they're, they're pretty sure the Carmelo wouldn't take them because they'd killed their antiluvian. Right. But I honestly think that they just refused to be in the same club as the Ventru. Yeah, they don't like the venture. They were like these. It's it's yeah. almost it's the same kind of thing where they were like these guys are yeah. too much like us. We hate them. Yeah, especially because the venture were pretty much in charge. The venture were like, come join our club. Mm-hmm. We'll be in charge. And they knew the Lasamba were going to be like start frothing at the mouth as soon as yeah. they said that. Yeah, and and they were right. So the Lasamba said, "Fuck you. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna embrace our inner darkness and go hang out with the Zemisi. How about that?" Yeah, you hate those guys, don't you? Yeah. We're not hanging out with you anymore. You you came to Rome and fucked it up. We're going to hang out with the guys you hate instead. Yeah. You can see why we identified with all of this so much in high as high school students. <laughs> these yeah. vampires are kind of high school Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, but we took the whole new world. Is you know Spain? We were Spain, and mm-hmm. then when when Spain conquered the New World, which is the thing Spain did do, they were like it was really all of us. Um, and then yeah, and then we moved this about to America, not to run away from Europe from the Carmarilla, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, they of course referred to. The fall of their antediluvian as the fall of the greatest antediluvian because everyone's antediluvian was the greatest one. It was the greatest. Of course, he was. How did he get killed? We're we're all greater than the greatest antediluvian. That's how we killed him. Right. We're the Lissambra. We're us. (laughs) These guys are so full of themselves. We're the most us. We're so good at being us. Yeah, they left uh, Spain and Mexico City. Are there black spiral dancers in Mexico City? Probably. I think there are, and Sedites probably. Boy, probably. someone someone at White Wolf visited Mexico City one time and did not like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the bad guys are there. I mean, honestly, I think Mexico City in the 90s was pretty rough. I mean, you know. Was it? I think, and to be honest, let's. I think it still can be a pretty rough city in certain parts. I, mean, I think it is much nicer than it used to be, though. A lot of places, yeah, a lot of places are much nicer than they used to be, but can still be a pretty rough city in parts. Yeah. Hell, New York is much nicer than it used to be. Oh boy, yeah. 
Oh boy, New York! Really, Especially, somebody somebody put a yes. lipstick on New York over the past fifteen years or so. Yeah, twenty. When I moved to New York in nineteen eighty-seven, end of nineteen eighty-seven, ninety-eight, like I used to walk across Wash Square Park on the way to on the way to class during college, and my first year or two there, that park was overrun with dealers. Mm. Man, at least once or twice crossing the park, sometimes as many as three or four times. There'd be dudes who'd be like, yo, yo, smoke, yo, smoke, 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 acid, ecstasy, yo, smoke. You know? Man. Like, halfway through my sophomore year, they put up some cameras, cops started patrolling the park more. All gone. There, you know, there are definitely parts of the city that were like that. Like, like mm-hmm. I remember, too, like, uh, I was living by, like, Avenue A, like, the East Village. Um, and, uh, I wouldn't go further east than my apartment. I wouldn't go over to Avenue B, C, D because because it was really it's like those were like rough neighborhoods. Sure. Uh, and like people on my people on my block joked like, "Oh, this is this is this this block is a little bit safer because there's a house there's a bunch of Hell's Angels with a chapter house across the street, and they don't let anybody else onto the, onto their street. They'll kick it. They'll kick their asses." Yeah. So someone someone's looking out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hell's Angels. Yeah. <laughs> looking at real good so yeah but yeah and then like the the park thompson square park like like a couple blocks away was like is like overrun with junkies Hmm. like now now thompson square park is like you know all all like 30 30 and 40 somethings with their kids right sure yeah although honestly i was in the i was in the lower east side this weekend um and um there were a lot of places that were like closed down like a lot of closed down shops and like a lot more graffiti than I remembered. So yeah, I think the, the last couple of years maybe has yeah, had a, a, an effect on a lot of cities, a lot yeah, of dense areas. Yeah. Cause that area had started to come up, but it had come up mostly because of like all the nightlife. Sure. Sure. So of course you close down all the nightlife for a year or two, then, you know, anyway, um, in the modern nights, we control Spain, and that's great. And we hate everyone, even the Zemish. Even the Zemish. We're going to retake like- Cuba from that bearded buffoon Castro. Right, because all communists are Bruja. Right. Mm-hmm. Those idealists. To be la sombra. Yeah, this page is... Just as vampires are nobility among mortals, we are nobility among our brethren. Yeah, I heard that from at least two other guys so far. Yeah, probably more. (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) A little bit. Everybody wants to rule the world. That's that's what T.S. Raffiere told me. That's, uh, yeah. Um, I do like this note on... Um, the psychology of mirrors and their obsessions. Oh yeah, mirrors. this is we were ta- this is where we were talking about this self uh, obsession yeah. with um, your image. Yeah, yeah, and the relationship. This shit is more interesting to me than anything else in the rest of the book. To be perfectly honest, because yeah, like five points. Yeah, five point flaw. Yeah, or one. It goes from one to five points. Your image obsession, with with one being just kind of like a little, like a like a little tick. Uh, you know, up to five being like all consuming, can't do anything else. 
fatal uh, within a matter of weeks. <laughs> yeah, fatal in a matter of weeks because another less armor will get permission to, to diabolize you for being a waste of space. Yep. Um, but um, you know, even even the new Lissombra in like the fifth edition world, who for some reason have some kind of like faint cloudy image, but like not no reflection at all. Yeah, we talk about the ring a lot. Although also yeah. also True Blood, they do a kind of thing on True Blood where a recording of the vampire is like jittery and weird. Yeah, that's true too. Um, but um, I was just thinking about the. Um, the Shadows of New York uh, oh, visual okay. novel. Yeah. Because you play as La Sombra in the Camarilla in New York. Oh, cool. I want to check. That. I'm really interested in Camarilla La Sombra. I'm definitely uh, using them. And, and yeah, the, the, the image obsession thing is, uh, is there uh, with this character. Um, and it's, it's low. But it's like she keeps, she keeps, she's got a, she's got a, a ghoul who's also like her friend, um, who, who does her makeup and who does her grooming for her because she can't see herself properly in the mirror to do it. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you a, know. it's a slippery road. It goes you downhill know. from there. Yeah. And who I, I, like, I'm trying to remember because I, like, I kind of want to replay it, but like, I, I got all this stuff on my, on my, on my plate right now. I'll get around to it. Um, yeah, I also want to replay it because I know the only time I did play it, I got the worst ending. Oh, good uh, job. Yeah. Uh, oh, and thirdly, I want to replay it because it, it is set in New York. Um, and right. Carmen, New York, so I, I might want to mine it for some of the, the characters and be like, oh, yeah, this is the old project. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't matter too much because they're all dead and gone now, but hey, um, you know, for historical context, maybe this, you could use some of these characters. Um. Anyway, um, enmity of shadows—a four-point flaw—is also a very bad flaw. Yeah, your Atana bridge sucks, and it doesn't like you. You're it actively dislikes you. Just, just this is this is the flaw you take when you don't plan when you plan to be less sombra who doesn't have any atomization for some reason. You're like, why doesn't your sombra have any atomization? I don't know. I just don't want darkness powers. I don't, I don't care. I'm just, you know, in fact, shadows hate me. I'm going to take a four-point flaw and just never take up tenebration. Somewhere in this section, it does make a brief mention of a connection to the Giovanni and their powers being connected and the abyss. Yes, it does. It, it's very offhand. It says something like, oh, someone said that once, maybe. Very interesting. But who knows? I think yeah. it... I think it even specifically says that Shadow Parasite is a total misnomer. Let me see. Shadow Parasite is the tentacle that bursts you from inside. Not a oh, parasite, yeah. really. No, not a parasite at all. Yeah, maybe I'm I'm not I'm kind of scanning that page. I'm not sure exactly. I almost feel like the guy. Does, oh no, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on the arms of the abyss, Shadow Parasite allows one of the arms to insert itself into the target and then expand, literally ripping the target open from the inside. Yeah, okay. So whether that means like just like jamming through a hole that it makes or having to go through like somebody's mouth or nose right. or ear, you know, pick a more gross orifice. The character who is uh, in first person here, what what I was trying to find was what they say is not that it's a misnomer, which it is, but they say that it is called somewhat melodramatically Shadow Parasite. 
the ability. Yeah, this vile attack is startlingly, startlingly effective. And yeah, <laughs> I would say so. That's yeah. a crazy. That's a pretty. That's a I that's a pretty good power. I would be pretty startled. Dark sight. <sighs> dark sight is pretty cool. Also, yeah, almost a scrying just... type ability. Yeah, yeah. You can look into a shadow and see out of another shadow somewhere. Yeah. Uh, we got we got pretty meaty opinions this time. That's true. Mostly a lot of like. You know, it is uh, the kind of looking yeah. down. This is why we're better than each of these guys. Yeah, exactly. Murder Ventru as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. How do they think about Toriador? Everyone hates Toriador. They failed. No, the Toriador failed to realize that art is an expression of a cultured mind, not the culture itself. Oh, that's a little yeah. something to show on there. By allowing them to live out this psychosis, we affirm our culture, our nature as civilized beings. They like the right. Torador because Torador, you know, can make cool art about them. The Torador can draw them. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they can see what they look like again. Right. That provide, they provide a very important service. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to make a really nice sculpture of me. It says something about. Wait, does it say that they do appear on film? Because that kind of ruins the whole. I can't see what I look like. Also, you could just have someone take a photo. They don't appear on black and white. It says because black and white use silver. Right. Um, So the photograph itself is sort of a reflection the way it's made. Yeah, but they do kind of appear on other stuff, which is like. It blows the whole image obsession, kind of. So, so the whole like, like can't be seen in mirrors thing, right? I think someone thought it was cool to say because of the silver reflection, they don't show up in black and white. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, I guess that's the kind of rationale of like why someone like why a vampire doesn't show up in a mirror because silver is a pure metal. Yeah. So, I mean, mirror, in a lot of fiction, silver straight up damages. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, you need silver bullets to kill a vampire or whatever. Sometimes. Um, not here, not today. No, it, no but sometimes, yeah. yeah. But but that's the reason why vampire doesn't show up in a mirror. It's not that they don't have a reflection. You can see a reflection of them if they go and stand in front of, like, a still pool of water or something like that. Yeah. Um, But they won't show up in a silver mirror. Most mirrors in the modern day are not made with silver. Sure, right. You no. Know? Um... So by that rationale, they should probably show up in most mirrors. And you film know, is no longer film. made with yeah, silver. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So they should show up just fine. Digital film, 100% cool. But it's just, you know, for me, it, for me, it, it always made more sense to be like, no, they don't show, they don't show up in any reflection, and it's not because of silver, because silver doesn't mean anything to vampires in this setting. Right. Like nothing at all. At doesn't all. mean anything. Yeah. So. Like, it makes more sense to be like, no, like, their reflection has been eaten by the void or something. Yeah. And again, that's the kind of metaphysical kind of kind of shit that I think is more interesting and I think is talked about more in the Revised Clan book. And I'm gonna, I really kind of want to go look at the Revised Clan books at some point. I don't want to do a whole fucking series on the Revised Clan books. <laughs> it, it would be a bit repetitive. Because we be are also kind of reviewing the clan itself as we do this, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um... 
if you want in the far future, if you want to do a project, we could go through them all and just make a couple notes of what the major differences are and do like, you know, one episode featuring four of them. Let's not even let's not worry about what we're going to do in the future. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they're better than everybody. Better than everybody. And they also have a secret society within themselves that is even better than all the all the rest. Oh, the Amis. Les, Les Amis Noirs. Yeah. The Dark Amis. Yeah, the the Black Friends. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a... They've all got a Black Friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um... Anyway, yeah, that's their that's that's this that's the really good the La Sombra get to be in in the Black Friends. The secret circle of the most secret masters who puppet the most secret machinations and plot lines of modern society and uh government. Yeah, there's a funny part where somebody like this takes the form of somebody speaking to like a bunch of La Sombra who are about to be in, inducted into Les Amis. Yes. And one of them says something like, "Like what you're complaining about plots within plots, wheels within wheels," and then does that whole explanation of like, "No, it's just it makes perfect sense." Les Amis within the Lasombra, the Lasombra within the Sabbath, the Sabbath within the rest of the Carmarilla, or within the rest of the vampires. Mm-hmm. It's circles. Like, like you're a fucking Lasombra. Why are you complaining about plots within plots and wheels within wheels? This is what you're made for. Yeah, you love you love wheels within wheels. Of course, that's the dude who gets diabolized at the end of that chapter too. So, oh yeah, he was a he was a he sneaky guy. Sense. The same thing happens to the goblin spiders. Um, I don't recall what they're called, but uh, their whole their whole what they did their their tribe book or whatever is about like an initiation that's going on, and one of them is a spy that gets killed in the end. Same, a similar kind of uh, connective story. I don't know. I feel like I'm not sure if there's another term for the story that goes on kind of around all of the other information and little stories, but kind of like this. Right. The spiders were cool. They could turn into a lot of little spiders. Yeah, spiders were cool and so gross. I have so gross. I have arachnophobia, so, like, yeah. they have, like, a certain kind of, like, sick fascination to me. Like, oh, man, that's cool. Also so gross. <laughs> I mean that that is how I feel about a lot of it and there is there is something a little more realer about spiders than just kind of gore and the other scary things we talk yeah, about like, like the idea of a lot of spiders is there's a there's a real world ick there that I can engage with gore and people getting torn apart in a way that's right. a little like, just fantasy or like the shadow is coming alive. Sure, and, and yeah. That's not something years. I'm actually scared of. Right. <laughs> but 1,000 spiders, I would like... <laughs> my mind would come apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, I've had like nightmares. coming into I've the had... house on purpose in a mass. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've, had, I've had nightmares like that. I've had oh, nightmares that went that way. God. Oh, yeah. very the very upsetting imagery. Yeah, yeah very gross, very gross guys. That part with in uh in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom where he's got to like, oh. like walk through that that tunnel he has full to, of like, bugs. Reach his hand into like a crevice full of spiders and bugs. Yeah, 
I have a really hard time that's watching a, that. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> bugs are gross. <laughs> bugs, bugs are gross. Bugs. Yeah, you want to look at the templates? I love the pirate. The, te the templates are actually good. Yes, the pirates. The Entertribu pirates. So, this is a guy who is... This is a, a rich guy that just liked being a sailor. Yeah. And got turned into a vampire, and now he's an anti-tribu pirate. Yeah, a Camarilla. The first one is a Camarilla anti-tribu Sombra. Yeah. Sailing the high seas and uh, stealing shit off of cargo ships. Yeah, and um, this sort of indicates that there are a lot of pirate ships that non Sabat and Tribute maintain and live upon. Which is another thing that they did. Yeah, they did really talk. They did talk about them be liking to be on ships and crossing the sea and stuff, but like. It doesn't go into it very it much. It didn't really why. go into it. And this like, almost hints our, at a deeper kind of. Yeah. They're like, it's our thing. Yeah, but it's like I talked about, like that sort of. I mean, obviously, it's like something of that idea must have been there of like that sort of like the ocean is the abyss, is the void, is uptenebration, you know, that's the connection. But they didn't, they don't develop it at all here. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't mention this already. Or may, I guess it would have been right before this. But I do like the idea of vampires living on ships out at sea and kind of being safe, at least from hunters and other concerns. But these guys talk about how one of the great goals of the La Sombra is to leave the planet and to go in space and live in spaceships. And I think that's great. Vampires in space in the infinite darkness between the stars. Man, I want to run a Star Trek vampire game someday. I, I've thought about it. I've that's about cool. It I, that's a cool idea. Of course they should go live in the infinite darkness about, between the stars. How work. You have? Yeah. What, what kind of technology? Sure. I've thought all kinds of random things. It's, yeah. That's neat. Vampires in space is a cool idea. These guys never really touched on it. They put vampires in a lot. Well, you know what they did? You know what is in space, at least in this particular setting in the 90s? Mages. Oh, Mages. they are? I bet they are. Okay. There's also Black Spiral Dancers on Mir. Mir is a hive. Oh, that's right. In the 90s. <laughs> it's full of fucking werewolves. <laughs> Russian <Right>. werewolves. <laughs> Russian werewolves with the... With a dark moon moon path or something, what yeah, were they called? Something. Um, yeah, what were the dark ones called? The dark werewolves. There was moon path, and then there was like the dark moon paths or something like that. I just the werewolf teleporting spell. Oh, oh, oh! Is it moon bridges? Moon bridge, yeah. And there's dark moon bridges. I thought so for the evil guys. Yeah, there might be. I'm not too. I'm not totally. Yeah. Not to, I'm not brushed up on werewolf at all, but like I, like I said, come August, there's going to be a lot of werewolf talk. Yeah. So we got the um, cadet. Yeah. FBI agent. This one's a little... This is actually one of the more obvious ones out of the bunch yeah. here. But I like it. He's clean cut. He's the, uh, you know, he's young, dumb, and full of cum, as they say. Mm-hmm. As yep. that as that guy from Scrubs said that one time. I think it was the guy from Scrubs. That's point break. If you're not sure what I'm talking about. <laughs> that quote. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Um, yeah. Love the cat uh, burglar. Cat burglar. Cat burglar is an obvious Lissandra choice. Really cool. Yeah, but I like it. I like I like that a cat burglar. She's like, I'm not all about like the power and the control, and that she's like, no, I'm gonna steal some shit. I just take shit from people. I take shit from the people that think they're powerful and in control. Yeah. And I slide in through the shadows. Yeah, obtenebration is a, and these guys have obfuscate and potence. No. Oh, uh, presence and potence. Dominate and potence. Okay. Dominate and potence. I like potence. I like I like potence on a on one of the leadership classes. They yeah. they rule through force and strength. Yes. Yeah. 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 The child prodigy. This one is interesting. This is like you know what I think of. I think of um, I think of Death Note again. I'm oh, thinking of L. Sure. Yeah. L, L L from Death Note. L's great. He likes Transformers. Oh, not L. Um, N. N likes Transformers, and I think that's cool. But L is L is great too. Yeah. Oh no, that's true too. I forget in the laser seasons. That's right. They have M and M and M and N or something like that. Or, or what is it? I think it's N. Well, N's name. He uses the letter N, but his name is Near, and his friend's name is Mellow, and they were like oh, orphans, right. orphan yeah. prodigies. Near and mellow. That's right. Yeah. They 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 are not quite as iconic as L, but right. Yeah, I think especially on my second watch through of that, I really li- I, I liked them a lot more than I did. Um, I really I'm a big fan of Near. I think a lot a lot of people get annoyed with that character, uh, especially the the childlike behavior. But I love like the I love the end of the series and how yeah. and how Near pulls I, it I pulls it together. I do too, and um. I know it's a, it's a hot take for many Death Note fans, but I also really like the the maximum the hormone songs on the second half of the series. Oh my god! Oh my god! I yeah, I, I I not only do I agree with you, but I have had that argument because people do disagree with that. But yeah, yeah, I understand why because the first the first the first half of the songs are good, like no question, but they are a lot more um, sort of like typical anime, uh, J-pop kind of songs. Yep. Um, and uh second half rocks honestly the second half of that series is so wacky yeah um i don't mean like wacky like like silly wacky either it's just like i don't know it's like it's it's really relentlessly bad and like grim and awful and i kind of feel like having that kind of like hardcore wall of noise yeah sound that maximum hormone does for those songs actually fits a lot better. Anyway. I I I, I really yeah. agree. Yeah. I know I know that's I know that's a bit of a hot take. I think No, I think but it's it is. And I and I but you're right. Yeah. As far as you and I are concerned. <laughs> I really I, I, I really mean, think so. Honestly I'm 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 sure that's also just probably personal preference and biases that I'm I'm more inclined to like that kind of music than I am to like more traditional J pop kind of music. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, we've kind uh, of been skipping over um, what path these guys are on, which we mentioned. But uh, yeah. this guy's on power in the inner voice. Yes, this child prodigy. A lot of them are on power in the inner voice, which is really what they're about. I saw um, the cat burglars on Kathari, which does not have to do with puking. We determined. Yeah, no, that's not puking at all. That's that's the. Um, it was a group of. 
the in in this about the the path of Cathari is is like um is like vice and okay. and corruption. Was there some real world group that it's named after? Is that yeah, the Cathars? Okay, or some um, it was also called the Albigensian Albigin Albigensian heresy, Albigensian heresy, something like that. Okay, they had a they had a crusade against them and everything. Oh wow. The south of France. Well, you got to really fuck up to get crusaded on. Yeah, there was a there that famous quote: um, "Kill them all and let God sort them out." Ah, yes. Uh, that came okay. from that. There was there was um, the they went to some city and the and the and they told the people to send out all of the uh, send out all the heretics so that they could they could kill the heretics and the people in the city who who weren't even heretics were like. No, that's fucked up. We're not going to do that. Um, you know, probably because those people were also like, they probably didn't see this heresy as like really all that bad. And you know, these were their neighbors and friends probably. So they're like, no, we're not going to do that. So then they stormed. You know, they went to the you know lay siege to and to attack the city. And then the you know the commanders of the army asked the the people legate, you know, the the guy who's who's there on behalf of the pope. Like, how are we going to determine who's a heretic and who's not? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, of course the people, like I said, kill them all and God will know his own children. Ah, yes. Another little historical tangent. Um, hey, how about the etymology? Do we even really need to? <laughs> I don't know. Does anybody here, like, not know some basic Italian and Spanish? Yeah, same it's, word in both those languages. I knew it as a Spanish word. Yeah, it's it's Spanish, but I think I'm pretty sure it's the same in, in Italian. So. Okay. Yeah. So it means the shadow. The shadow. La sombra. False priest, great. These guys love priests. They love being priests. They love priests, but they also love being like nihilist false priests. But yeah. like also kinda of not. But also kinda of yes. But like, you know, because like they have this famous one who's like I know a couple of pages later, um yep. Mon uh Moncada, yeah, the yeah, Archbishop, Archbishop Moncada, yeah, Monsieur Luis Moncada of Madrid. They like uh, they like order and tradition and control and influence. I think the priest idea is about the influence that they love to spread. You know, they like these guys love it when people listen to them talk because their brand of evil is themselves. Just <laughs> yeah, self talking evil. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I I would say yeah. False priest on the path of Cain. That's uh, Diablery focused, huh? Yeah, yeah. I get it. Path of Cain is always a fun one. I liked um, as a uh, as a player character. As a player, yeah. Um, this last one is good too. King of Beggars. Cool. The fucking yeah, cir circus guy running a street. He's oh no, not even a circusy. He's just running a street oh. gang and. He's, just, he's like a rich kid who's running yeah. a street gang right. for kicks. Guess for what kicks. happens? Yeah. Cruel and capricious. Yeah. Yeah, other than that, um, the La Sombra of Notes are a bunch of dudes who are cruel and nasty, except for sometimes they also really like to pray. <laughs> yeah. 
I think they like hearing confession. These guys get off on hearing about other people fucking up. These guys like to talk about how they're cool because other people fucked up. And they like to say, but we didn't fuck up. We just ended up paying the bill. Yes. Always pointing that finger. Never their fault, always somebody else's. Pretty all right, Tim Brook art here. Pretty great, Tim Brook art. Stretching his legs a little bit in this section. Yeah, for real. And a lot of the art too uh, is done by Leaf Jones. Yeah, like Leaf Jones also was everywhere in the '90s. He did art for all of the games. He did. He did some comic books and stuff too. I remember. Oh yeah. Reading, I remember reading an Alien comic book that he did, which was just like so fucking cool that's very cool yeah i i, I feel like i i don't it was, nothing it was, comes it was, to it was like about a cthulhu cult that that thought the aliens were like the manifestation of hp lovecraft or some shit oh sure he, he found the serial numbers off and said it was hp lovecraft it was like ap above jack sure, or something right, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's got a cool style. You know what he did a lot? Uh, or at least he appeared in... Do you remember those books that were like the big book of death, the big book of urban legends, the big book of conspiracies? They were comics, but they were big, thick trade paperbacks. No, sorry. Oh, they were great. Yeah, I definitely had a few of them in the 90s, and they uh, he did a lot of work. It was yeah. that, those. They were comp- compilations of many, many, many artists, those books. And, uh, yeah, he was involved in that, too. But, yeah, that guy's cool. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's the La Sombra. You like them? La Sombra. I love the La Sombra, but they are not cool in this book. <laughs> it really Sad. doesn't. It feels like it doesn't really dig into it. It feels very surface level. It does. It feels like it's the it's... surface of a vast ocean, a vast abyss <laughs> that we don't get to dive into. Yeah. I mean... We're almost to the end here. We only got two more clan books left, Ravnos and Giovanni. I'm honestly not even very interested in the Ravnos one. Uh, yeah, and I feel that way about the Giovanni, too. Is that... What's the order? Yeah. Ravnos, then Giovanni last. I don't care about these last two clans. I, I honestly... I, I feel like I should I go mean, and read the second edition Lissambra book, because I feel like I should care about the Lissambra. Right. Um, they seem yeah. important. They seem to be big yeah. power players. The Giovanni and the Ravnos got fucked. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing is too is like the Ravnos at this point are basically still like a racist stereotype, and the Giovanni are not much better. At this point in 1995 or six, where we are right now. Yeah. 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 They're they're really and in in fifth edition they're not very much there at all they're very defeated yeah but, but presented differently yeah well and and we can mention the i, I mentioned the week of nightmares before i described oh, yeah. the whole thing about how ravana ravna's got nuked and then blasted by sunlight and then yeah just magically destroyed magically in, in dog, various ways just magically dogpiled yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, magically and, destroyed in various ways yeah, but basically, I think like the, the in the fiction of the game, the Ravnos, like like the whole Ravnos clan like went crazy, and a lot of them killed themselves or each other. Yeah, 
them when it happened and like 10% of them survived or less or something like that. And it's something and that's what they're trying to outrun. They have to keep moving or though that like that self-destruct will catch up with them. Yeah. That's cool. That's a really interesting. It would be hard for a player character unless the whole coterie was Ravnos having to, but I mean, they're a destroyed clan now basically in the, in the modern setting. Yeah, they're really they're really almost gone. I got this one guy. Um, well, okay, let's let's stop recording. And then okay, we'll all right. Uh, thank oh, you so uh, much. Thank you so much for joining me to talk about the Lasamra, and we will talk about the Ravnos next week or Friday, uh, or whenever you know, whenever is groovy for both of us. Yeah. Well, let's let's try to push through these last two ones because yeah, I let's do it. And we'll push through it, and then we'll figure out what we want to do next. Yeah, then we can talk about all the 5th edition stuff we want. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening to Maybe We'll Talk. Uh, next week, we're not going to talk about the Ravnos. We're going to talk about the Giovanni. And boy, oh boy, are they gross and also offensive. I've read the short story and a bit of the second chapter of the Giovanni clan book already. And uh, yeah, next week might be a rough one. We'll see uh, what the rest of the book is like. I don't know what the fuck I was eating in the beginning of this one. Actually, no, I do know. And I got to stop eating, I think, when recording the podcast. You know, I don't give a shit. You can tell there's children running around. There's things happening. There's other people a lot of the times in the background of my guests because and i actually and i honestly kind of enjoy it dogs i love that um it kind of it adds to the the ambience and the vibe that i have of speaking to someone on the phone in a telephone conversation in the 90s why is anyway (laughs) why is that something i'm fascinated by probably reasons but uh when i know that i'm the one who was doing it that annoys me. So I'll stop eating. I'll stop unwrapping the cellophane from baby bell cheeses while recording these recordings. But yeah, we'll be talking about the Giovanni next week. Um, obviously, other things will be going on and being posted next week as well. And uh, yeah, swing by koyadk.tv. That's C-U-Y-A-D-K dot TV. I really, and I am going to update that, and maybe I will have a schedule for when I'm posting these on that website. But what is there now? If you visit that website now, you can get a link to my Discord server, Easy Town, where we talk about books and Vampire the Masquerade and other things and make this podcast and hang out and, you know, play games. Remember that magic piece of talking clay in the 90s? Boy, let's... I don't know if that's something we're going to talk about, actually. (laughs) There was a lot of really dark subject matter surrounding that magic piece of talking clay. Where? What the hell am I talking about? (laughs) Go to koyadk.tv. Get a link to my Discord. Come talk to us. Get a link to my Patreon. Give me money. Get a link. Get a link to my Etsy. Give me money for soap. Get a link to my Twitch. Give me money while watching me play The Legend of Zelda. Um, go to my website. I really want to update it, and I really hope to have a summer schedule done before July. 
lot of stuff going on this weekend. Very busy weekend. Awesome to be busy. Vampire the Masquerade, website stuff, putting videos out, putting out more of these podcasts. I will talk to you all next week. We will talk to Saint about Clan Book Giovanni. I'm going to talk to him about Clan, G- Clan Book Giovanni within a matter of hours. I got to eat a dinner and finish reading the book. So I will bid you adieu. And today, Flacity will play us out again. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll have more Pete music soon and other people music. And if you are listening to this and you make music, shoot me a DM. I do think we're going to have some like actual featured songs and musicians and stuff uh bye for now koyadk.tv